Hello, I'm so excited to be talking with you. It is Sunday morning. This is the 50th episode. Hooray! <laughs> oh my goodness, there's so much that has been um, captured in this season, so I wanted to celebrate that, and I wanted to thank you for listening to me ramble about knitting and recovery. So happy you're here. I am off today to go to a fiber event, which I'm really excited about. It didn't seem possible. I remember when I bought the tickets, I think I bought the tickets for this uh, farm visit by a local yarn company who does, you know, I guess it's farm to skein kind of production in my area. Uh, I remember when I bought the ticket, I think I bought the ticket like maybe in June and it felt so aspirational, but here we are, it's today and it's working and it felt aspirational in a couple different ways. It felt aspirational that we'd be able to hold an event like that, uh, that people would be able to attend. And it also felt aspirational for me because I just didn't realize how I would make it work. Um, would I drag my kids with me? <laughs> they would have less fun at this, although, you know, farms are fun. Um, or would I have some kind of childcare arrangement that I couldn't see unfold? And in both ways, it's been really great. I am vaccinated and boosted, and I'm so excited to go. My kids are about to be vaccinated, so it feels really, oh, it feels like a, it's been a journey, and I'm so relieved. Um, and then I also have great news too, because, um, today, you know, my kids have all these hockey games on Sundays. My whole weekend is hockey, which is not, not terrible. I get to have this forced knitting break in a arena that's cold and is appropriate for sweater weather. So I get to wear my sweaters while I make my sweaters and cheer my kiddos on. Um, but it means I can't often take off for the whole day to go visit a farm. Uh, but it, it, today I can. I was able to ask my kids for help. I was able to ask um, my ex for help, and he's in a position where he can give it. And so that's really amazing. I am feeling, I don't know, I'm feeling like all the the blessings of recovery and all the joy of knitting today. So I wanted to to pop on and share that with you. It just feels like like a momentous occasion. And given all that I've talked about on this podcast, I really wanted to celebrate that. It feels really great. And I am, you know, it seems like it's a nice moment to start season two. So this will be the last episode of season one. Season one began in March, 2020. Actually, I think it may have began in April, but I'll have to go back and look at that. And it's reaching forward now to a kind of new moment of knitting and recovery for me. And I'll talk a little bit about that. I'm trying to think about my goals and what the year ahead holds and trying not to just be my normal um, doom and gloom self or just get through it. <laughs> I'm trying to really have that beautiful recovery expansive mode of like, what kinds of miracles might happen if I do my footwork? And footwork for me, of course, is attending a 12-step program. For me, it's Al-Anon, you know, working with my sponsor, meeting with a therapist, uh, feeling my feelings, <laughs> practicing self-compassion, and knitting, of course, and making 
um, which for me is really just how I show my self-care and self-love and attention and um, meditation, all of that. I, I just love this so, and I'm so happy that I'm able to talk about it with people who love it as much as I do. Um, and so I was thinking about that, and two of the projects I've been working on have been challenging me and giving me lots of joy. And that's right where I want to be, I think, for the season ahead. Um, even as it continues to be, my life continues to be really challenging. <laughs> you know, I am, the, my work is really crazy. It's very um, challenging. It just really is. It's a tough semester and it's not getting easier. And then, you know, with addiction and my husband's recovery, it's one day at a time as always. And I'm always, you know, I always have three backup plans in order to make sure that we're safe and we're happy and we're protected um, and that we're also able to you know, detach from him and his addiction, but also love him and uh, take whatever day we can with him when it's a good day in, in recovery. And so that just means being really, really flexible and, you know, taking life on life's terms. And so for me, I am... <laughs> I'm thinking about color work. I, you know, it's not my skill set. I am much more interested in cables and lace. That's like when I want something really challenging and um, like a reach project, I go for cables and lace. I just love them so much. And, you know, I had that big brioche shawl this summer, which was wonderful, but it's not necessarily. Um, where my mind is right now. I'm not really longing for another brio shawl. Um, but I definitely think I'll make one maybe next summer when I do my shawls. <laughs> I make a shawl every summer. It's such a nice little rhythm to my year. Uh, but for right now, I'm really thinking about sweaters. I'm really thinking about color work and maybe Fair Isle designs, which is they, that's always felt like so out of reach for me. One, in terms of color, I can never put together color combinations, it felt like. I just was so worried that I didn't have that eye. And then every time I would try and knit it, I made one pair of colorwork mittens early in my knitting career, and, like, they were so tight. They turned out to be, like, for a child. Um, oh, my goodness. My tension was just crazy tight, which, of course, is still the case with colorwork, so I'm working on that. <laughs> but my two projects that I've been doing, I've been working on a lopy sweater, um, and I've been working on salbu mittens, and both of them are not easy. <laughs> I've had to rework them a crazy amount of times, um, but they're also really beautiful, and I'm, I think that's exactly where I need to be right now because it's really pushing me to let go of perfectionism and really just work on skill building, which is where I'm at in recovery. Like, I don't need to hit this out of the park a home run every single time. I need to learn how to practice self-compassion. And boy, let me tell you, these <laughs> these two projects are letting me do that. So my color work mittens um, are beautiful. They're done. But what's one of them is done. But what's stopping me is the thumb. Oh my gosh, the thumb is challenging me to get it to sync up with the pattern on the mitten. And then also to knit such a small circumference that's not at a crazy, insane tension and to maintain like how I'm carrying the yarn. Ooh, it is a workout. I think I've re-knit this thumb, oh my, oh my word, like four times. I'm worried the yarn is starting to felt. 
it's a struggle. But it is worth it because I'm so close to having this um, achievement, this this selbu, one selbu mitten that I did not think was possible. So I'm going to, right now it's in timeout. I'm going to wait till I can not work at it with like, I don't know, grinding my teeth. <laughs> I can have some joy and fun with it. And I'll take that project back up. And then my other project is, of course, my um, Colorwork Lopish sweater. It's going to be my first steak. And I promised, I think I thought in my head I would have been reporting on my steak this for this 50th episode, like what a symbolic, you know, gesture of cutting between these two seasons by cutting oop in my cardigan, lada, yada, yada, best laid plans. Um, <laughs> do not always unfold. So I have finished the whole sweater but I am not ready to steak it yet. I have to block it and then I need to do the button bands and I don't want to rush that process. And I felt like I was rushing myself for, for this sort of sense of a neat symbolism between season one and season two. And then I felt like the weeks were going longer and longer between a podcast because I hadn't done this steak. And you can see how my brain goes. Yes, you can see how this is not embracing the spirit of recovery, which is self-compassion and doing the next right thing. I was trying to force a solution and it was just going to take the joy out of the sweater and the joy out of the podcast. So I stopped. And so here I am and I have no steak to report, but I do have a complete sweater ready to go. And I have to tell you, it's um, itchy. It's a little too small. My color work is completely too tight um, at the bottom. There's like a band of color work right before you bind off. And it sort of cinches in and then flares out. Um, same with the sleeves. There's a band of color work right at the wrist before you do the ribbing. Again, it has this kind of cinched in effect where my tension gets super tight. And then the ribbing, even though it's two sizes smaller and my needles is still bigger than the color work tension. It is a work in progress just like me. But it's complete and it's really beautiful. And I think I'm going to wear it with joy and pride. Even as it's not perfect, because it just shows this kind of lofty goal and the joy of like reaching into deep stash and taking a work in progress and finishing it. So, with all of that joy, I am going to cut into my sweater after I block it. And the other fun thing for those of you who have been listening for a while is that I pulled out my Betty and Judy sweater, my Christmas sweater that I was making last January and February, totally off season. It's all finished. I just need to weave in ends and I have a Christmas sweater, which is so exciting. Um, Yeah, so it's just nice to have this sort of sense of um, small things over time adding up. And I'm really excited about my my colorwork sweater. And, you know, the Betty and Judy had a little bit of intarsia. Um, And then I'm also excited today to go hang out with some fiber friends and to meet some sheep and celebrate uh, a break from (laughs) pandemic life. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm really excited. I don't, I don't know these people very well. This is like a big deal for me to go um, and meet up with people through a shared love of knitting and yarn. I have become friends with them over the course of the pandemic by hashtags in my local area. And 
it's just been really great to find people who love yarn and knitting and sewing as much as I do. And I'm really taking that, um, into this day. I could be worried about like, will it be awkward? And I can't, you know, I have to, I can't spend as much as everybody else on these things. I'm, you know, clearly still in a really single mom mode with a tight budget, but I'm also okay with talking about that in, in the ways that it comes up in a natural way and not, you know, making it be all about me or about that, but also just sharing the reality of my life as I get to know some new friends. And I am thinking that a lot of that has to do with how I've talked about my life here and how I've seen, you know, everyone's response to the the episodes that are about knitting and sharing how much I love knitting and how it does connect to my work of recovery. Um, And so that's given me courage to take take our conversations out into the real world. And I just wanted to, to end by thanking you so much for showing up and helping me um, learn how to talk about my life. And I'm so, so grateful for this community and the time you spend here. And I'm really looking forward to the next season. So I will probably, again, there's no break. I'm probably just going to log on and, and talk when I can. I try for every two weeks. So hopefully I'll see you soon here and I will be able to share about a steaked cardigan um, as the start of season two. Uh, And again, it's getting into holiday gift knitting. I can't wait to chat with you all about it. So take care. I hope you have beautiful materials to work with and I hope that you have a really beautiful day ahead. Bye.